calling all detectives. Not many people believe in magic spells, but I once had a case of a man who could prove that he was gradually shrinking away. That is the situation on this page for my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. In ten years as a private detective, I, Jerry Browning, have run into some strange and weird crimes. And here's one of the strangest of them all. It was about ten at night, and I was driving along Kingston Boulevard, when well up ahead I saw the man step off the sidewalk. I slowed down as the man started to cross the street, and when he stopped in the path of my car, I hit the brakes and came to a full stop. I was so mad that I jumped out of my car... And grab the jaywalker. What are you trying to do? Kill yourself? I don't know. I don't think so. But it's possible. Anything is possible under the spell. It was a man in his late 30s, a little under average height, exceptionally well-dressed. I softened my voice a little. Are you feeling all right? It doesn't matter. I'm under a spell. Shrinking away. And soon I'll disappear. Completely. I almost ran over a man who thought he was under a spell and that he was shrinking away. I led him unresisting to my car. In answer to my questions, the well-dressed jaywalker told me that his name was Russell Rittenauer and that he was an advertising consultant. Then... Where are you taking me, Mr. Browning? I should take you in for observation. Except that what you say sounds so wild, I just can't believe you imagined it. Tell you what, let's go to my office and talk this over. At my office, Rittenauer carefully put his hat, cane, and gloves on my desk. Mr. Browning, do I appear to you as a reasonably well-dressed man? Certainly do. What about it? All right. Now watch. He picked up the hat, put it on his head. Well, what do you notice? I hated to say it, but the hat was much too big for him. Hat can stretch, Mr. Rittenauer. Perhaps. But look at these gloves. He pulled the gloves over his hands. The gloves were far too big. Then he picked up his cane, showed me that it was much too big for him. This cane was especially made for me. It was exactly the correct height only a few days ago. Not only that, but my shoes are too big, my clothes too long. Now, Mr. Browning, do you still think I've lost my mind? Mr. Rittenauer, I think you'd better tell me something about this spell business and how it started. He told me. A few weeks ago, he'd returned from South America where he'd set up a branch of his business. But one evening, he had a few drinks too many, got into a quarrel with an Indian. A quarrel that wound up with the Indian putting a solemn curse on him. A few days ago, I was at my fiancé's home. I suddenly felt ill. And that same evening, the sensation of shrinking away began. Since then, it's been slowly but surely continuing. Well, that was his story. Could take it or leave it. I would have left it, except for the tangible evidence of his hat, gloves, and cane. As it was, I'll look into it, Mr. Rittenauer. And in the meantime, go out and buy yourself a complete new wardrobe of stuff that fits you right now. I spent the next day making some inquiries about Rittenauer's fiancée, Lois Ashton. I had to work carefully because Miss Ashton was manager of Rittenauer's office here in town and also had a small share in the business. What I wanted to find out was what and who else she also had an interest in. That took some work. 
But it finally led me to Raymond Corley, an assistant professor at the university. Corley was tall, broad-shouldered, and talked between puffs of his pipe. Yes, of course I know Miss Ashton. She's taking one of my psychology courses, and we're also quite good friends. As a psychologist, Mr. Corley, what do you think about curses and spells? Corley's eyes twinkled. You're referring, of course, to Mr. Rittenauer's delusion? I know all about it. And what's your opinion? Mr. Browning, I think the man is paying the price exacted by our high-pressure, competitive civilization, if you follow my meaning. Sure I do. You think he's losing his mind. Corley smiled. That's putting it rather harshly. I believe he needs, well, a long rest. Well, business worries can put any man in a state where he needs a long rest. I can use one myself. But I never heard of worries that caused a man's clothes to get bigger and his walking stick longer. That evening, I had another talk with Rittenauer. Found him attired in a new outfit that he'd just bought. The next morning, I visited Rittenauer's tailor, Andre, in the Merrimack building. Inspect my workroom. Certainly, certainly not. I permit nobody in my workroom. Utterly nobody. I grinned at the little man. Andre, maybe you don't think so, but there are laws, very tough laws, covering people who try to drive other people out of their minds. Now, do I look through your workroom, or do I put you under arrest right now? There was a pause. Then? Uh, most assuredly, you look through my workroom. I found what I was looking for, of course. An exact duplicate of the suit Rittenauer had bought the day before. Only this one was a little bigger. Had longer sleeves, longer trouser length. And in a box on a shelf, I found a hat, a shirt, gloves. All exact duplicates of the clothes Rittenauer had purchased the day before. And all just a shade bigger. Believe me, it is a joke. A very good <laughs> Mr. Rittenauer. Sure. Sure it is. When we get into court, you just keep repeating that you thought it was a joke. And if you're lucky, you won't go to jail. I took Andre downtown to keep him from giving the alarm. Then I got a warrant for the arrest of Raymond Corley and Lois Ashton. Charge? Trying to drive a man insane in order to gain control of his business. We got a full confession from the girl. She'd fallen in love with Corley while Rittenauer was away. And when the advertising man returned and told the story about the curse... Corley, the psychologist, thought up the plan for driving him insane. It was a fine plan. Simple, like all good plans. Merely to switch items in a man's wardrobe, make him think he was getting smaller, when really everything he owned was getting bigger. A fine plan that almost sent Rittenauer to his death under my car. A jury was willing to believe that Andre the tailor thought it was a joke. But the same jury lost its sense of humor with Corley and the girl. Gave him five years... And the girl, a year and a day. Like I said, curses and spells can do a great deal of harm. But only if you think they can. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. 